Hey everybody, welcome to the Mercy Talk podcast from Mercy Multiplied, where we are passionate about empowering you with biblical principles for growing in mental, emotional, and spiritual health and equipping you to share those principles with others. I am Melanie Wise, and I am so excited about today's episode. As many of you may know, Mercy is celebrating 40 years as a ministry this year, and last week we kicked off a new series focused on celebrating Mercy's 40th birthday. We had Mercy's founder and president, Nancy Alcorn, with us talking about the first 20 years of the ministry, and today I'm so excited to share that we have Nancy back with us to share about the last 20 years of the ministry, and there is a lot to talk about. So I have no doubt that you will be encouraged and inspired. So Nancy, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Thank you. Uh, Man, I'm just like overwhelmed with how we're going to get the last 20 (laughs) years into this small brief time, but we're going to do our best. I do want to say that I loved sharing about the early days with you guys last week, and it was about the first 20 years, and there was one thing that happened toward the end of that 20, first 20 years that I failed to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was praying about the first home in Nashville, I mentioned last week that I, in my spirit, I saw trees and hills. Mm-hmm. And uh, so once we found that property on a main highway, I mean, I was thinking way too small and God bless us with something. So, so we were praying, I had a prayer group at the time, we were praying together and interceding about, you know, getting the Nashville home built, and uh, one of the one of the people, and I saw it too. We all kind of saw it together, but it we caught a glimpse in our spirit that there would not be one building on that property, but two buildings. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we knew to build the first home on one side of the property because there was going to be another building. Well, guess what? In in two thousand one, we opened our three story office building on that same property location in Nashville. So our 40-bed Nashville facility is across the driveway here. There's three stories uh, that this building is now known as our international headquarters and our main leadership team and and staff, as well as myself, we office out of this building. Mm -hmm. And um, it's amazing because it was such a stretch. You know, we were... We believe God. We work hard. We believe for every penny that came in to build that Nashville home. And so I knew that it was time to start praying about the office building. And I was at a conference in Fort Worth, Texas. And I'm, and I got a call from my pastor. By the way, by this time, people, we did have cell phones. And <laughs> I got a call on my phone from as I was walking over to the to to the next session. And it was my pastor in Louisiana, and he said, Nancy, I was praying for you, and the Lord said, it's time for you to start believing for the office building. Well, that was on my mind. And he said, God spoke to me this morning to call you and tell you it's going to be the easiest thing that you've ever done. Mm -hmm. And so in my mind, I was thinking about, I mean, God provided in miraculous ways, but it, after it was over and we had the building built debt-free, the home in Nashville, it was like catching our breath. Mm -hmm. Because it had to come from so many different places and so many different ways for it to happen. Yeah. And I'm not going to go into the details, but God ended up raising up a businessman out of Chicago that came forward and financed the entire building of this office building that we are literally setting in right now doing this podcast up on the third floor. That was a surprise to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong. But I feel like I've heard that when it was first built, 
you really built out the first two floors. You didn't have enough staff to fill it yet yeah. at the time. Is that right? Right. And so, uh, but the Lord shut, spoke to me, you're going to be sorry if you don't put uh -huh. that third floor because uh -huh. <laughs> you're going to need it. So we just finished out the first two and then yep. the time came. And yep. yeah. So and we are bursting at the seams. Yes, we I mean, are. We're sharing office spaces. Yes. <laughs> we are as tight as we can get in yes. this office at this point. Yes. So, so that, cool. So, yep. so moving on then into the next 20 years. Yeah. Um, the first thing that happens that was of significance besides the daily, it's always significant that Christ sets people free on a daily basis. But having the 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 Louisiana home first and then the Nashville home, God just kept giving me, no matter how, how many places, beds we had, we still had a waiting list mm -hmm. of people coming from all 50 states. We had people that started coming from Australia. We had people that started coming from the UK. We had people that started coming from Peru, like different places. And so uh, the first significant thing that happened is Joyce Meyer and, and Dave Meyer called me one day and said, God had put it on their heart that Joyce Meyer Ministries was to provide land and finances for us to open a home in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. And so it took us a minute to get the right location. But in 2005, so that would be two, uh, 22 years into, into it, it. Mm -hmm. we opened the St. Louis home in mm -hmm. 2005. And once again, it, it didn't feel easy because there was a lot of spiritual warfare around it. Mm -hmm. But as far as the provision for it, it was the generosity of Joyce Meyer Ministries and her partners that made that home possible that we're still, still having captives set free in today. Mm -hmm. And um, so that happened, and I got a prophetic word right in 2005 when we were opening the St. Louis home. I got a, a, a friend of mine named Jane Hammond, who was, a, if you know her, Apostle Jane Hammond, she's a tremendous prophetic, one of the main pro, major prophetic voices in, in, the, in the world today. Mm -hmm. And she is my dear friend, and she comes to Mercy to minister on a regular basis every year. And so that year we had just opened the St. Louis home, and, and she said the Lord gave me a word for you about the St. Louis home. He showed me that that there had been a lot of warfare around getting the St. Louis home open. But now that it's open, the Lord said that the arch in St. Louis represents the gateway to the West. Mm. And she said, I see that what used to take you uh, years and years is now going to take literally months and months. And what used to take you months and months is going to take you weeks. Mm. She said, God is going to send you someone from the West Coast. They're going to call you about six months after the St. Louis home has been open. And they're going to say, I, I have the, the land. I'll, I'll give you the land and I'll build the building if you'll staff it, run it, and operate it. And, you know, six months, a lot happens at Mercy in six months. Mm -hmm. So I actually forgot about it. And then, in the, I mean, I had the word, for, it was on my radar, but I wasn't thinking about it when sure. the call came in. Yeah. And basically, that was, it's a long story behind that too, but the gentleman had always had it in his heart to, to open a Christian home for girls, and he was a real estate, wonderful, major real estate, uh, commercial real estate man out of Sacramento, but also a very godly man, wonderful believer, and so we, um, that 
that ground, we did a groundbreaking ceremony, and there's a lot of regulations to work through in the state of California. I know that is a shock to everyone <laughs> system who's listening. So we broke the ground in 2006, but it wasn't until 2009 when we actually opened it because it took a while to get all of our approvals. But because of who this gentleman was, a man of great influence and people respected him, we were able to build a beautiful 40-bed facility out in, in Sacramento, California. And um, so that happened in 2009. But what happened in between 2000 uh, five when we opened the St. Louis home and 2009 when we opened the Sacramento home was over. We, we, we uh, um, opened our, not our first international home, but our first home in the UK. Mm-hmm. We opened our uh, UK home in 2006. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden this next 20 years all of a sudden there's this exponential growth and this exponential provision coming from everywhere yeah and then in two so it's uk home 2006 2009 opened the california home beautiful our Mm -hmm. most beautiful home Mm -hmm. i would say Mm -hmm. then in 2010 we did the grand opening of our first canada home in Surrey, which is a suburb of, uh, or close to, um, BC. Yeah, yeah, Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that was pretty amazing. And so then, um, uh, we so also helped. Maps right. You're saying in five years yes. time, we yeah. have St. Louis, UK, California, Canada. That's right. <laughs> so all of this exponential growth starts happening and I'm like, Whoa, man. And, uh, so then we started getting a vision for, um, uh, you know, how we could take the same principles of freedom. And we talked about this in board meetings mm-hmm. and among staff meetings for two or three years before God dropped in our heart. But, but we started talking about how we could take the same principles of freedom because they're not, all, they're not mercy's principles. Yeah. They're God's principles mm-hmm. and they work for whoever applies them. So how can we get, develop materials that will get those principles of freedom to men and women of all ages uh, and maybe even group studies of some kind. So anyway, we fleshed it. In 2015, the Lord laid it on my heart to write a book, and the name of that book was called Ditch the Baggage, Change Your Life. And it basically was a book that shared about the principles of freedom we use inside the home, our counseling model and all that. And and people just love that book. Well, uh, so what happened is your team, your outreach team here, um, and uh, our outreach team in the UK, y- you guys joined forces together to take that book and flesh out what we now call Keys to Freedom, which is uh, it's an eight-week study with a, a study guide, a leader's guide, and 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 you and your team teach people how to use those materials mm-hmm. and. We didn't know. We got it done. And so in 2000, when when did we do the launch? 2017. So that book was written in 2015. In 2015, you guys started doing your Empower trainees. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then in 2017, we just decided to go down the street to the Well Coffee House. We rented the Well Coffee House. We grabbed Dave Ramsey and Ellie Holcomb, and we did a, 
and we rented the Well Coffee House, invited people to come. Uh, it was packed out that night, closed for our private event, and we did a an hour-long Facebook Live, and that was in 2017, only six short years ago, Melanie. Yeah. And so I'm going to flip on you and, and be the interviewer. Would you please tell everybody what's happened with this exponential growth and with Keys to Freedom yeah. and all that yeah. since in six I mean, years? In six years. And let me just say that, I mean, I was your executive assistant when you started writing Ditch to Baggage. And my, like, former youth pastor self was like, Thank you so much. Because I just, when I started learning those principles, when I started working at Mercy, I just thought this would have changed everything about the way I ministered to the, the young women in our youth ministry. If I had just had these, again, they're biblical principles. It wasn't like brand new revelation stuff, but the way they were laid out and the way they were taught in such a practical way, mm -hmm. I had never heard it before. Mm -hmm. And so I was beside myself excited when you were writing that book. So I was like, this has to be out there. This has to be out there. And so it was so fun, you know, being able to be part of, of turning, uh, taking that content and turning that into kind of a, an interactive study that people could do in groups. And yeah, I mean, since then, I mean, it, the, the way it is exploding in Europe is just blows my mind. Um, I'm, I continue to just be amazed at what's happening over there, but then also, here in the U.S., uh, we, I mean, we now have this study available in five different languages. I think it's in 22, 24 different countries. Um, and we're continuing to get requests and people who say, hey, have you considered translating it into this? I've got a ministry in this area. We would need it translated into this. We translate it into Spanish here um, because that's such a significant population right. here in the States. And so um, we now have churches and other nonprofits and other ministries that are using it, and I just will say, I, I say this about Keys to Freedom all the time, you know, the stories and testimonies that have come out of our residential program over the years, even I, like when I first started working here, I was like, that's not explainable. That doesn't even make sense. Right. How in the world did someone come in with that life story and those struggles, and in six months, the Lord turned everything around for them? Right. So this doesn't make sense. And I'm like, I've always say it, we have an incredible staff. We have amazing counselors. We have an amazing program. They're yeah. all great, but nothing can can possibly explain the transformation that people are experiencing other than the miraculous work of the Holy Spirit. And so I just now can say the exact same thing about the stories we get back from Keys to Freedom. It's a great book. I think it was laid out well. You wrote an incredible, you know, book on Ditch the Baggage like but there's no explaining these stories other than that the fact that the Holy Spirit who moves in the homes is moving through this resource in ways yes. that can't be explained outside of it. And so I'm going to be honest. I mean, we released that in 2017. We had no idea. You know, we're like, well, let's put it out into the world and see what happens. And now what we're hearing back, I, not only is it stories of extreme brokenness, but it's also just regular, everyday people who are like, I've been dealing with nagging insecurity my whole life. And I am receiving breakthroughs through going through yes. the study that I never even had. I mean, I've been going to counseling for 10, 15 years, and I've never received what I'm receiving through this. So it's been yeah, amazing. Yeah, and I've been told that literally thousands and thousands and thousands of people have been trained to lead the study both in Europe mm -hmm. and in the United States. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we also are aware of a ministry in the Dominican Republic mm -hmm. who is using it with the, uh, they have schools over there mm -hmm. uh, of kids of all ages and 
massive numbers of people that are going through keys to freedom right. and they're seeing the same thing happen over there. And y'all, it's not, we, we graduated from being a chick ministry <laughs> to just a ministry <laughs> to men and women across the planet. Yeah. And we have met men on staff that help teach the principles of keys to freedom and, and the empower trainings. And it's just exciting mm -hmm. because Never in a million years did I dream six years ago when we launched that on Facebook Live that it would literally start going all over the world. And it's exponential growth. Mm -hmm. And we're getting testimonies from men and women of all ages mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. are receiving freedom from things that they just thought was a part of their personality or yeah. this is just the way life is and I got to live with this. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. It is for freedom that Christ set us free. Mm -hmm. And it's impacting families, you know, we're just hearing about marriages that are being, you know, radically impacted. Um, children, you know, people are like, this is changing the way I'm parenting my kids. You know, I mean, just like, wow, the generational impact is. And is getting incredible. set free from, you go, well, that's nice that somebody gets, got set free from the pain of having past abortions. Well, how about some a man getting, many men getting set free from addiction to pornography, mm -hmm. even church leaders? Mm -hmm. Hello. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all have secrets, right? And when, when we can bring it out into the light, you know. Mm -hmm. then we allow God to be able to do what, what only he can do. And we're, right. we're getting testimonies like that from all over, literally all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. And now we have it available on Amazon, so we can't even track who else getting it. So we'll just <laughs> randomly get emails from people and we're like, we don't even know you. We don't know how you got it, but my life's changed. You know, it's just been, it's been really, really exciting to see that. Well, I mentioned about the a prophetic word that I got earlier, um, and I will tell you a prophetic word that I got from somebody that I have a lot of confidence in the prophetic flow that they operate in. And the word was that you are, I don't understand what I'm saying to you, but God, only God knows what I'm saying, but the Lord is going to send you into nations all over the world where he will set captives free. And it's going to be like what I'm seeing. I don't understand, but what I'm seeing is like, the freedom is going to take place, but you're not going to have to actually go there yourself. Wow. And now I know that's wow. keys to freedom. I don't think I've Just ever told chills you that. all over my body. Nope. That's new information. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. And I do, I really truly believe, I think, you know, just that we're barely, we're just barely getting started, you know, um, and I'm, I'm really excited to see where it takes, takes off from there. And, um, and you may be already planning to head there, but, you know, just even this year, we've launched a, a new program out of our St. Louis location in that we're taking the principles from Keys to Freedom and have now kind of packaged them in a retreat yep. format. Um, and well, so, I, I, before we go there, let's do. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's jump ahead. No, that's OK. You can jump ahead. I jumped all over the place <laughs> last weekend this week. But no, I wanted to mention that we we actually have. Um, Converted during, during COVID, we started praying, Lord, teach us how to do more oh, with yeah. less. Yeah. And that's where uh, this exponential, I mean, when you pray something like that to God, I mean, he, he you better put your seatbelt on because we weren't even ready for no. what started happening. But we realized that we, need, we felt led of the Lord to take our uh, Louisiana home and convert it to a counseling and wellness center. Mm -hmm. So now, uh, because we're taking... We're going to build the new home in Florida, and during COVID, we were limited the number of girls we would take. But now that all that's over, we we actually needed the space more in Louisiana for the Monroe uh, 
center of wellness uh, counseling because people come in once a week, men, women of all ages, young people, boys and girls, men and women. I think the age range is something like, last time I checked it, I want to say something like, 13 up to 70 something years old <laughs> and it's and men and women we have a male counselor now ah! come on and we did that we that. converted that during covid mm -hmm. so that we could help more people and that model is working so well they we actually copied canada because they did that as well mm -hmm. so so then that was going so well that we decided because our st louis home as you were beginning to share yeah i'll let you share that because it's on Joyce and them gave us 32 acres, and it's out in an area that's very private. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so the way the building was built, we we were you, there was one hallway that had a separate entrance that we were able to wall off from the actual residential center, and we opened that when last year. The CWC piece? Yeah, the yes. CWC. Yes, that was 2022. So so there are now men and women from the community, or I think at this point women until we yeah. hire a male counselor, but that are coming to that. So the same thing that's happening in Louisiana is happening in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. So then, mm -hmm. fast forward to this year, you well, tell about the other. And I'll say, too, all, with our Centers for Wellness and Counseling, the uh, wait lists have just, I mean, they're just, I mean, I, I think we had literally at one point have had to say, okay, we've got to take it down. Like we can't even do the wait list anymore because it's just going to get too it was uncontrollable. Two years. It was two years. So I'm just, I'm amazed at uh, when you do open the thing that the Lord has led you to. It's like the need just runs. And I yeah. mean, since post COVID, even, yeah. even yeah. more even so. Even more so. We are, and Melanie, when they told me we had a, they told me this testimony and it just wrecked and messed with me and mm -hmm. it's still messing with me and I want it to mess with you. So that's why I'm going to share it. Can't wait. There was a woman who was getting ready to love God, went to church, but she just decided I'm going to divorce my husband. Mm -hmm. And this was quite a while back before we had a two year waiting list. Mm -hmm. And one of our, she just happened to share with one of our staff at the counseling wellness center out in the community somewhere in the grocery store somewhere that she was going to get a divorce. Mm -hmm. And that person challenged her before you do that, you need to come in and become a client and go through the counseling and wellness center. Mm -hmm. Well, she did. And guess what? She didn't get a divorce. Her marriage is healed and they are very, very happy. Mm -hmm. But what wrecks me about that is if that person were to say it to one of our people today, According to what we've been told, there's a two-year waiting list. Mm. That woman would have already been divorced and moved on. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That wrecks me. I mm -hmm. want it to wreck you, too. Thank you. It yeah. definitely does. Great. Oh, yeah. I mean, goodness, I just feel like never in the history of all time have we been more aware. I don't think, I mean, maybe we're more broken. Maybe we aren't. But we are more aware of it than ever. I think there was something that did happen through the pandemic season that you kind of couldn't hide from your junk. Right. You just couldn't. You couldn't hide from the junk in your marriage and your families. You were stuck with the people, you know, yeah. couldn't get, couldn't escape it, anything. And so I just think there's such an awareness of it, which in and of itself isn't a horrible thing. Right. So it's like, we can't, we can't sweep stuff under the rug. Right. It's in our face. And so now that we have these different ways that we're reaching people, they're just running. I yes. mean, they are just running to it. And it does. I it absolutely, even just hearing that story just makes me go, how, how quickly can we continue to open more centers, more residential homes, get, you know, these 
uh, resources to more people because well, the need is great. Well, you know what we've done? Just uh, I, I believe in God we're going to break ground on Florida in 2024. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe in God for. But mm-hmm. we're going to do it debt-free. So if you're out there and you're listening and you can help, hey. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, we have already added the Counseling and Wellness Center piece to the property wow. down there. And we we can't. It's not attached. We, we have a set. It's a walkway that's going to be built to a separate building altogether. And that will be our Counseling and Wellness Center there. And we can do all of it on the same property. We've already got the approvals. I'm just learning this for the first time. Walton That's County, awesome. Walton County people. That's incredible. Like That's 331 incredible. south of the Bay. And I think that's part of what we were seeing was, first of all, we are limited in the demographic that we can reach in just the residential program, right? right? So it's just for women of a certain age, right? But this, this Center for Wellness and Counseling is a wide range of ages, and we're serving men. And so, and it's more... Are realistic for a lot of people who can't take six to nine months right. out of their life. Like That's I can, I can continue to work out this program. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, Nancy. I can't wait till we have one in the Tennessee area. Like yes. I will send everybody I know yes. to that album. Yes, and we've recognized <laughs> like, the need for it in this community. So yeah. if you're a person of prayer out there, you agree with us because yeah. that's the direction we're moving in. It's you, we're not going to stop the residential piece, but we believe that we can take care of of the young women that need the residential piece with. Sacramento, Nashville, and then the new mm-hmm. Florida home. Mm-hmm. But we'll continue doing these counseling and wellness centers so we can help way more people for a lot less money. And like you said, it's 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 not limiting people because they they can still continue with their life and work yeah. through their issues. So yeah, talk yeah. about Sorry. St. Louis. Here we are. We're back. Retreat. Um, so we uh, in April did our first pilot week of this retreat that's based out of the St. Louis location, as you said beautiful location. I mean, when you just drive up and you see that home, you're just like, I already feel like I'm in a retreat. It's just um, serene and it's kind of off the beaten path, beautiful, just surroundings. Um, And so we are taking the principles from Keys to Freedom. We aren't able to go through all of Keys to Freedom in that one week time because it's a lot, but we kind of hit some of the really high, high points and the high principles uh, from that study over the course of, uh, four and a half days. It's a Monday at noon to Friday at noon experience. Right now, it is a retreat for women. We absolutely have vision down the road yeah. to have weeks where men can come yeah. in. Um, but I will just say having, I mean, at the time of this recording, we've only done, I think, three, four pilot groups. Um, and so, you know, we're getting feedback. We're learning a lot, but I am already absolutely blown away. And I know that I sound like a broken record. Maybe it sounds cliche, but I'm like, once again, the Holy Spirit is entering into these spaces when we submit them to him um, and moving in people's lives. And the stories we're getting just from the retreat. I'm like, how did that happen in four and a half days? I <laughs> like know. I'm just I know. And away. we're calling it uh, our week, week long intensives. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, some people are familiar with the on-site program. That's yeah. a good ways out of Nashville, but that's what they do. And they're seeing lives changed yeah. over there too. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just, it's exciting. We've got vision just coming out our ears about what we can do with that retreat and, and even just modifications to it and certain, you know, in, in the future for certain groups. And, um, it's just really, really exciting to, to know the potential in that as well. But I, I would love to know just in saying all of that, Nancy, you know, like, you know, the three founding principles of mercy haven't changed. Even with, even with the things, the center for wellness and counseling, they do not, that is a free of charge program, donor funded. The retreat, 
free of charge, donor funded. Um, and so there are so many different things about we're we've we've sh not shifted at all. We have grown, we've expanded, um, but there are certain things that just will never change, right? And so I would just be interested to know from you, uh, can you speak to some of those areas, like how how you discern what can expand or what could shift, but what can't? Like what is a non-negotiable? This will never change. Um, but you know how how does how has that looked for you, especially over this last ten years? Well, the principles of God are non-negotiable. Yeah, you know, um, free of charge, non-negotiable. Tithing as an organization, non-negotiable. Taking any money that will restrict the freedom to share the gospel, non-negotiable. Yeah, those yeah. things. Because God said to me all those years ago, "You do these three things, and I'll see to it that you never lack." Yeah. And he has gone above and beyond and provided the most craziest ways to meet our needs. And and I I, I feel like it would be wrong for me. Uh, oh, and I, by the way, I left out something very important in the 20-year time frame. In 2016, the U.K. did what we felt to do and built a three-story office building mm -hmm. on the same property as mm -hmm. there. So that happened in 2016. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to leave that out. But, I, but let me just say this. Uh, Non-negotiable would be to ever water down the word. Mm. Non-negotiable would be to, uh, for, for me not to give a shout out to you right now as the director of our outreach program because Melanie, you have grown this thing. You guys have had vision beyond vision, and when we prayed, we have a leadership team. We pray together and we agree on what we're going to do. And there's power and agreement. There's anointing in that agreement, mm. but at the same time. You still have to have people that are, you guys have become, I'm not the only visionary around here, I mm. guess is what I'm trying to say. You are definitely a visionary. You have grown the outreach department, you and your team, and we've all been a part of it, our leadership team. We we just were operate with together, we have the mind of Christ. Yeah. And if there's any leader out there that thinks you're the only one with vision or your every idea has to come through you, or if it's not you or your idea, you're not going to do it, I would mm. challenge you to go somewhere and spend time with God, because if you think it's all about you, you've already, hmm. you know, you're on the throne and Jesus is not, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, I plan to work. I will never retire. I plan to just keep doing what I'm doing. Um, but because I love it so much, mm -hmm. but it's fun doing it with people mm, working yes. side by side with people. And yeah. we, our model is together. Our leadership team model is together we have the mind of Christ. Yeah. And I don't, we don't, I never say you work for me. Mm -hmm. I say you work with me. Mm -hmm. We we work with each other. And uh, I, yeah. I can tell you that our leadership team is full of visionaries and um, they're, they're way better at, in their areas than I could ever be. So I'm just, uh, I, I'm blown away by the quality of people that God has sent mm -hmm. to continue to reproduce Christ and bring freedom in the hearts of individuals. Mm -hmm. Truly. I'm actually just thinking, Nancy, that uh, just a couple of hours ago, we, uh, we had an interview for someone who is, you know, interviewing for a position at the retreat, you know, and I just sat in that interview thinking, oh my goodness, the way that the Lord connects people with this organization 
the staff that you have, this, the donor support that we have. I mean, it's just, it's truly incredible to see how he just keeps weaving and is in every little detail and every person that he comes to, to come alongside you um, and to just come alongside Mercy. And I just think it's, I hope for people who have given to this organization, whether it's, you know, been one gift, multiple gifts or a huge gift, that you realize that you are such a significant part yes. of what is happening here. We literally could not do it <laughs> without yeah. you. We couldn't. It's not just like a cliche phrase to say, this would not be happening or it not for. And as we've recounted the past 40 years, I'm just thinking of all of the innumerable people, thousands and thousands of people who have been part of building what is happening here. That's right. And so I just hope that you feel like you're part of that, that you don't just feel like you've kind of been on the sidelines just throwing money into it. Like you are an integral part yes. of what we have always been. Absolutely. Uh, here, so. And and I'm sure I, I, I just felt like somebody out there is going, what are y'all going to do for your 40th? Yeah. And I just feel like I should just, in closing here, just mention that we – uh, typically we have a fundraising event in Mercy in early December that we call Mary Mercy. But this year, um, our 30th, we did three days of events and I just about wore everybody out. So I'm just, I just decided we're going to celebrate our 40th <laughs> with one grand evening. And so it's going to be on Friday, December 8th, 8th yes. at the Music City Center in Nashville. And we, if you... We had people our 30th, they came from all over the United States and other countries around the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking we may have that mm -hmm. this year, too. You know, Nashville's a destination weekend, so we're going to have it on a Friday night. Mm -hmm. We have, uh, you know, you can go on the website and find out about the hotel bookings and, you know, more about the event. But our wonderful, besides our wonderful Larry and Pam Winters, who we love so much, they're going to be our co-hosts, but our music guest is going to be, in my view, I don't know of anybody, there's a lot of gifted people out mm. there, a lot of talent, mm -hmm. but you take what I believe is probably one of the greatest talents of all time and put the anointing on that. And you're talking about CC Winans. Yep. And I, one and I told her, I texted her, I said, I cannot imagine doing this without mm. you. And she said, yeah, so she'll be with us and it's going to be amazing. It so is. go on our website yep. and where do they go on the website? To find you that? can go to Mary Mercy Christmas.com. Mary Mercy Christmas.com will get you to the landing page for all the information for this event. Um, we would love for you to come. I just think it's going to be, it's going to be very special, but it's just going to be fun. I just think we're going to have a really, really great time. So we would love for you to be part of that. Um, and I, I just, Nancy, as we're just kind of winding this up, I just, I, we can't close this without just honoring you. And, and as you were sharing about the importance of being the kind of leader um, who doesn't think it's all about you and your ideas and, you know, just your name being on everything. You know, I'm just like thinking so much of the years that I've worked alongside you, knowing that you've never been out. You've never been out for your fame and your glory, and you've brought other people in, and you've listened to other people. You've allowed other people to have vision. And when you see what is happening mm -hmm. right now, I'm like, this is a testament ultimately to who you are and to your heart and your leadership. And so I, I'm just... I can't imagine what is still to come. I mean, I just feel like, I think that the last of one of our more recent videos, you ended it with a line of, 
we're just barely getting started or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And I just, I always think about we're not that. Done. Like, we're we just are not started. done. Yes. Yes. It's one of my favorite things. And I just, I, I do, I sometimes think, man, fast forward 50 years from now, what are people going to be saying? You know, like where, where's the Lord going to take this? I will say that you said we're, there are certain things we're never going to budge on. And, and I think I've probably said this on a podcast before. I remember you telling me one time when I was your assistant that when you are with the Lord, and you ever find out that anybody's charging anyone to be part of any of our programs, you will come back and you will haunt <laughs> whoever made that decision. I was like, got it. I've got it, Nancy. We won't do it. We won't do it. You know, but I think what, what I, I believe is that you've instilled something in the people who are part of this ministry. And I will go ahead and give all of our listeners a little heads up, a little teaser that one of the episodes we're going to do is letting some staff share about what yes. it's been like. I am a testament. I am a different person now than I was 12 years ago. So it's not just the young women in our programs, our clients in our CWC. Everyone who has been connected to this has been changed because of it. And so I have no doubt that what you have begun has a long legacy ahead of it. And so I just honor you for that. I know it's going to be exciting. Uh, So thank you so much for joining us for these last two episodes. This has been a real treat. So fun. Thank you. It's a special year. Yes, but, but there's much more to be so done. Much more to be done. Well, we hope, listeners, that you have enjoyed this conversation today. As always, if you enjoy this podcast, we'd be so grateful if you would help us by rating the show, writing a review, wherever it is that you listen. That really does allow this podcast to get in front of more people, make more people aware of, of what we're doing. And so if you have any thoughts or questions about anything we've discussed, if you want more information about the 40th and you forgot to write down that URL to get to that webpage, you can email us at mercytalk at mercymultiplied.com. So uh, to find out more about Mercy, if you want more information about who we are, you can go to mercymultiplied.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Thank you all so much for joining us today. 